this is the One Scott One Knot podcast. I'm Lucy and I'm the Scot. And I'm Karen and I, I'm not, I'm not Scottish at all. <laughs> Join us while we have a wee blether together about all things Scotland from ghosty castles to myths and magic and fairies and folklore. So buckle your seatbelts and significantly lower your expectations because Lucy and I are taking you to Scotland. And on a quick side note, this podcast is not recommended for children under the age of 13 for inappropriate language and content. Okay, so yeah, I need to, we're bringing drinking back to the to the podcast first and foremost. Well, you are. I've well, got water. But someone's got to do it. It's going to be me. I'm, I'll yeah, take one for the team. I know. I know. What were you called like in the first, mm. first few weeks of this by one of my... Oh, hands up in Orkney. Drunk American? No, it's a little bit more than that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I made this right. Oh, God. I got it in a glass. I normally have a nice big mug. Karen is having a hot toddy. Because I don't know what I'm doing. For those of you that are not watching us and are listening, Karen has a bit of a head cold. So Mm -hmm. I shared my age-old Scottish remedy of a hot toddy with her except and I have no you, idea what I'm really making so I just you have chucked, not chucked a few things in a glass yeah if you have not had a hot toddy before mm-hmm. a hot toddy well the way that I make a hot toddy might be a little bit different according to other people is I have a good old glug of whiskey some hot water um lemon a slice of lemon and some honey and it will take away whatever cold you've got it's like the cure all it's a good old Scottish cure all to everything so if you're feeling shit have a hot toddy and you'll feel better usually because then you're drunk so that's why Uh you feel better because you don't care anymore usually if I have a head cold and I have a hot toddy what it does is it makes me not care about the fact that I feel shit (laughs) I'm I'm in I'm I'm in for anything I don't think there's actually anything medicinal in it I think it just makes you Oh, except I took Tylenol, so I, I have to be careful because I know. Oh, you're not yeah. Just a oh, drink God, that could be Tylenol. absolutely tragic. Can That's you bad. Kicks in in like half an hour, and all oh, of a sudden crap. you're not making sense anymore. Yeah. Or I feel <laughs> amazing because I have like, painkiller and this amazing hot toddy in my system like, together. Um, can that really cause damage? We probably can. Nah. Just drink it what? slowly. We shouldn't really give out medical advice. On no. This. no. Yeah. No. I just listened to us. I had the most stressful morning and I have a cold. Yeah. And it's not COVID. I did actually get tested and I do not have COVID. It's just I a I think plain it's old just cold. that now that people are going out and about, um, yeah. they're passing head colds on to each other yeah, as well sure. that you didn't come in contact with because it, you were. It just sucks now really, though. Cause and anytime anyone gets a cold, you're like COVID, COVID. like you can't just get a regular you know, cold anymore. Know, you have to get a test. So stupid. But I, I mean, it's the right thing to do. I don't mind getting it. It's just annoying. Last but, um, year I spent the greater part of the summer months um, playing. Is it allergies or covid so like every time i got an itchy throat and a runny nose which is like my go go to allergy like is it allergies or covid and then i feel better in a few hours and my allergies okay yeah it's okay yeah i know now i'm a little paranoid that i i forgot i took that down i'm gonna drink this really really slow slowly i thought you were gonna say i'm gonna drink this really quickly (laughs) really quick down the hatch down it down it down it goes 
it's tell us very what much. we're speaking about this week because yeah. I have no idea. Oh my god, that's oh, right. Before we start, though, yes. before we start, yeah. you have been a big old tease. You had me wondering for like the last three days. You said, "I have something I want to tell you about," but I'm going to wait until we're speaking on our podcast. <gasps> so that was like the worst thing to do to anyone because it's had me wondering for the last uh-huh. three days. What is it? What is it? Good. What is it? Come so on. it's actually yeah. So I will tell you, and that is it's this, and it's the basis. <laughs> It's the basis for today's episode because I found this amazing podcast series called Witch Hunt, which is put on by BBC Radio Scotland. And it's a six episode series and it is so good. But I'm going to be spoiling all of it pretty much today. (laughs) And but don't worry, because I don't come even remotely close to being as good as talking about this as they do. I mean, it's like a mass of professors from all over the world that they have coming in. They have special effects and music and like oh they God, totally kill it. It's like how every podcast should be. But but so is it a I'm little just- bit like how even though I knew the story of Burke and Hare, the yes. tenfold more wicked series on it was yes. just so good that it wasn't like spoilers ruined it. Yeah, I knew what yeah. happened. I knew they killed their victims and yeah, That's how they did you. it. But it was just so interesting to listen. That's oh, there's amazing. two podcasts called Witch Hunt. One's by BBC Radio Scotland and one's by The Guardian. Oh, well, it's the Radio Scotland one. It's, I'll definitely am, check out the other one oh, too. I am adding it. Yeah, it was so good. I listened to every single episode twice. Um, And it is the basis for what I'm talking about today because I learned, well, I'll I'll just go back a minute. The reason I start, what I was researching originally was I wanted to know like what the witch and fairy connection is. Oh, yes. It's fascinating, isn't it? It is. And it's not really straightforward either. Just because like the last time I was researching what the the what the relationships between fairies and ghosts. And so this why I was like, well, what about witches and fairies? And so um, it when I was doing my regular research, there actually wasn't a t- I didn't get there's not a ton of hits out there, which I actually find really, really surprising. Yeah. But this there is one episode. It's the third episode in this series that hits it the nail right on the head. And it's literally called Friends of the Fairies. And Ooh. and that turned me on to this. Again, that was the six part series on the Scotland witch hunt trials. Yeah. Um, that you listen to the um I can't remember hello did my computer big, freeze <laughs> no there was a big silence because I had a whole brain freeze which yeah, you like did. you know I'm sorry that happens when you're um an oldie like me there's oldie. another really good podcast about oh which is it's called witches of scotland that's another good one okay i'm gonna write that down i yeah and you know i wasn't super into the witchy thing and i think just because i'm from really like my parents live into the town next to salem is salem is really familiar to me like i grew up around there so i'm kind of got like desensitized and kind of turned off at how touristy and like overdone it is um and so I wasn't like 
super into that because because of my upgrading and my own history with that on the states side of things. I, I've always found the Scotland part more intriguing because I feel like it was darker and spanned a yeah. much longer time period and seemed to be a much more genuine like ensconced part of history rather than the Salem witch trials was just like a blip. Whereas the Scotland witch trials were like, were like a series of super serious like trials yeah. that really massacred thousands of, of innocent women. It was a huge, much huger scale. And um, can so I, I ask a quick question that you might not know the answer I to, probably but I'm sure don't. you do. You can ask. Um, is, so the Salem witch trials in the States is a mm -hmm. really popular, well-known thing yeah. yeah were there other witch trials throughout the united states or was it only in salem in that one period of time um i don't know the answer to that question i don't know okay we'll have to google but it. i know that must have been the highest the highest like percentage of people that were because that's all you ever hear about is i know the salem witch trials right. but, you but that's also hear... because salem was this pocket of Puritans that like weren't anywhere yeah. else. They were a teeny tiny little segment of really dark, fucked up individuals <laughs> that were right there. Yeah. Like, um, and like even like my parents and sister live in Marblehead, which is literally like walking distance from it's the next town. And they, that was populated by like a whole different community okay. of people that didn't do that. So I it's, I think it's uh, very isolated. Um, it's quite a badge of honor if you can trace your ancestry back to someone in Salem during that time though mm. there's a lot of people that are quite um chuffed about I, the fact yeah, that they can I don't know that trace... you want to be from a puritan community I don't think I would be proud of that well some... no but I think it's a bit like that being able to associate yourself with some like this this thing in history that right. everyone is a little bit obsessed over yeah I, again to me it's so touristy it's so like no that's a little cheesy I mean I love it I like I, I love it but I also am like like I just desensitized I guess by it it's mm -hmm. it's um Again, and I don't know if it's because since learning about how much more sinister and serious Scotland was, seriously, <laughs> I, know, I just I feel know. like, what are you even going on about? Like, yeah. that's like nothing. Like, you're talking 100 people versus like 4,000 people. Yeah. You know, over One a year span of versus 100 years. years. Yeah. yeah. So I just Lots feel like this of women and scale. men as well throughout the whole yeah. of Scotland. I listened to, um, I listened to quite a few episodes of the Witches of Scotland podcast mm -hmm. and there was one really interesting one that I don't I don't know if I've said this on air before or even told mm -hmm. you but if I have then apologies again my age brain can't sometimes can't remember if I said something more than once but it was this woman from Orkney mm -hmm. and they had her on as a guest and she worked in a museum I think in Orkney and she was speaking about the witch trials up in Orkney uh -huh. that took place and the thing is that that actually what, what what the witches of Scotland podcast do which is really interesting is that they want to actually name these people as much as they can so they're not just oh. um right random person, Jane Doe's. random person right. it's a specific oh, person that's from a specific nice. town so yeah. that we get this feeling like this thing happened to this actual right person people. so right. this woman was speaking about the witches in Orkney mm -hmm. and um she told she told us on the podcast that 
they actually at one point, so they've got the, the Gallows Hill, which right. is like I was speaking about yeah, last week. I was going to say, we were just talking about that. Yeah. Particular place all throughout Scotland mm-hmm. where whatever hangings killings murder not hangings of criminals or whatever that reminds me of i we have to talk about the stake the burning versus bits and pieces i we need to return to that real quick we do need to return to that um (laughs) so she was speaking about the gallows hill and how the witches that were Mm -hmm. killed Mm -hmm. in orkney during the witch trials were obviously taken to the gallows hill it was common in scotland i don't i hope i'm not jumping the gun with your stuff but i don't think so um because this isn't about fairy connection but it was Mm -hmm. common in scotland for witches to be killed before they were burned so they were hung and then burned yeah yeah. um this is what i was gonna add on to as well slightly less horrific than being put in a burning pyre but anyway they actually found at the base of the gallows hill uh-huh oh god um remains of human ashes oh that's I gross know. And it's sad. that sad yeah the, the, so i guess they were maybe not burned in a crematorium so they maybe might not have been at a high enough temperature to burn and make it complete ash mm. because this was from what the 1500s 1600s yeah. so it's yep. a long time ago really long time they ago. must have found remains of actual bones and stuff so that they knew but i think there was also something to do with the fact that all the human ashes mm-hmm. at the gallows hill had somehow changed the the soil composition there oh, so sure. they could tell um oh i'm sure they could tell it was like human it was human ash. i mean so they've actually right. removed them i think and put them in the museum oh that's kind of nice know. and isn't that sad? i just yeah so i know and actually it's so funny that you brought that up not funny but it's ironic that you brought that up because well, that- we have been known to turn horrific things into funny so i know and for that one youtube commenter who thought we were mocking Isabel gaudi who we were not in any no. shape, shape or form mocking her we we also like profess There's our no way love I mock her and respect I love for her, her. she's so cool <laughs> i know so just just to make like there's no you know doubt that we are we we our nod to these yeah. women is very true and we we you know these are innocent women exactly who were persecuted and murdered for doing nothing maybe they were fantastical but just to, just to set the record straight on that but just because we have like a bit of a silly sense of humor yeah, and we like not me we're mocking these women doesn't mean- anyway no 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 so what what i was learning too i think it was in the last episode of that series they were talking about that wet as well they didn't say that they were hung and and burned not that they weren't but they were saying that actually they were tied to the stakes and then they were actually like their necks their necks were like they were asphyxiated around their neck oh, and the bound. Horrific. Yeah, they were bound alive, strangled mm. onto the stake, and then and then they would set fire to them. And they were even talking about the actual um the actual things they were using to catch on fire to make them burn. They were like, they were talking about like dry heather and peat or sometimes tar if peat wasn't available. And I'm like, I'm good on the details. I don't really need to know exactly how it was performed, but we had just talked about that on the last episode. So I know it's like, yeah. this is the second week now that we're speaking about really gross, disgusting, scary things. I'm going to have to choose something really like, I know. Well, I have, lovely, I, lovely I, for next week. Right? Very, yeah. Actual wings. I know. 
Well, my, well, this, this week's isn't super dark. I do find that there's bits of this that are really interesting though. Um, and I can't even, I can't even sum up this week's episode with even like a single title or I'm going to at least struggle to, but, um, I did learn some really interesting facts that I, I did not know whatsoever. Um, and some interesting characters that came out of listening to this series as well. So I hate that today is just a summary of another cool podcast, but today is just a summary of of another cool, cool podcast. And I hope that you go listen to it, but I just, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because what I love about this podcasting world is that it's all like like about um, just because you listen to one podcast doesn't mean that you have to show um loyalty and not listen to other podcasts it actually is about sharing and if you like us we want to share other ones that we found that we love that we think that you'll love and it all branches out and everyone shares in the love of story yeah. and podcast it's and sharing the knowledge yeah exactly. and I'm definitely and I'm also not which I'm sh- I'm also not like pretending that like this was my research and like I'm not mentioning I'm like literally saying I learned all of this from this amazing source and this is what the yeah. source is and you should definitely definitely I'm check it out to that tonight by the way it's I am really listening to that good. tonight in bed is it so gruesome it's gonna give me nightmares no it's it's not what I love about it is that there's so many professors and experts. There's like psychologists and experts, and they talk about like little tiny bits of the witchcraft trials that I never even dawned yeah. on. Uh-huh. It never dawned on me to think about. And they really like pull it apart into on on almost like a like a minutia level, but also such an intellectual level, like mm-hmm. like um. I can't even do it justice, which is why you need to go listen. Okay. Um, but just little things like why and how they got the c- confessions that they did and like yeah. what made um, like they also they talked about like the actual victims themselves. But they also talked about like James as a person like King James. Uh-huh. And like he was such like a he was an intellectual like he was yeah. scholarly and intellectual and like how interesting that what an interesting like aspect for for a king to be like that oh i'm getting attacked by cats and dogs right now hi maggie yeah Um, and like that whole part of it and like his like publishing demonology like what that did for people um and like also why like why he did the things that Mm -hmm. he did but and also things i didn't know which like um and this is kind of what i liked about this is it gave me like insight into the overall um like uh like cultural or historical backdrop like what was happening at the time that made like that initiated the witchcraft trials like what happened and I'm I get I'm really lousy at like piecing together these little historical bits and so I really appreciated this series because it helped me put the puzzle pieces together a little bit which was Uh like first like if there's like a little mental timeline like first like Protestantism comes to Scotland for the first time up until this time it was Catholic and prior Uh to that it was like paganism basically and so all of a sudden you have this shift from like super Catholic to like super Protestants and then you have this wave of of new priests that like come in to Scotland and mm-hmm. they're like out with the old in with the new and they have to basically like their job is to like get everybody on board like 
no more we're like denouncing everything yeah. catholic and paganism and like this is the new thing and it's hard to, to do that it turns out mm -hmm. like people have been living here for thousands of years and are very set in their ways and have been talking to fairies this whole time and are also it very wasn't like out. it wasn't like it was an option in those days right. where nowadays there's like you know you take a census and you go what religion are you or what right. faith are you and there'll be people that tick the Hindu box choose. and people that tick the yeah. Muslim box and people say they're Jewish or whatever then it was like if you're not this religion then you'll die like you'll die and then actually the thing is that it was then okay for those people to be that religion for 10 years. And then some new ruler would come in that wanted to switch it all around. Right. And you had to suddenly pretend that, oh, no, no, no. Well, I never wanted to be Catholic in the first place. I'm actually really Protestant instead, which actually just shows that it was all kind of a bit rubbish. <laughs> A little random, oh, but no, yeah. like just there was a lot of lying involved yeah. there. Well, there was a lot of saving your own skin. It's yeah. a lot of double, double switcheroos just mm -hmm. to save your own skin. Yeah. Like, uh, absolutely. You, you know, if you were, there were people that really had a lot of conviction and were prepared to go to the guillotine or the, you know, the head chopping off block or get burned at the stake or hung drawn and quartered because they refused to switch right. from one religion to another. Right. But there were a lot of, you know, yeah. other people who are going to save their own and Johns yeah. in the village who wanted to save their own skin and just went, yeah, yeah, of course I am that. I've always been that. I right. was never this. What's, right. What are you talking about? Right. right. And yeah. Well, yeah. and no, I know. And the flipping is, I mean, that continues throughout history. And that's why yeah. we have all these wars mm -hmm. and this responsible for like more death. And then that is just, I know we won't un get on a imaginable, but anyways, back to King James. What I also didn't realize was that this all like started with him, which I didn't, which I knew that he, I, I did know that it was this time period. I did know, not that it matters what I knew or didn't know, but I, I was mm -hmm. familiar with him and his, um, he had the witchcraft craft um act of 1563 i want to mm -hmm. say um, and i knew that but what i didn't what i didn't know was the kind of the backstory to that which i thought was super interesting which was that um at, so at this time he this is before that 1563 he was set to and it's such like a normal person's story like he was arranged to get married to, to princess anne of of denmark and so she tries to come over to get married and there were all these huge storms like all these huge storms so it was making it really really difficult and for for uh, a long time um people were said to or the weather was have said to be influenced by mm. lots of things they thought right? witches Fairies, conjured up the storms didn't they, they they did mm -hmm. they thought people certain yeah. people were capable of like conjuring bad weather mm -hmm. and so very um, shakespearean that is i feel, I feel know, which, which is the same period of time that we're yeah. talking about here too um so then she, so in to help her out he actually then goes to norway to try to like meet her halfway and get her there and then again the storms were like were even worse and he was like had he ever met her i don't know 
I doubt it. I wonder it. if he'd ever met her before he went to rescue his maiden. Can you yeah. imagine if can you imagine if he'd gone there and she didn't look like her Instagram profile? <laughs> I'm sure that absolutely happened. Like she was a bit of a catfish. Can you imagine? <laughs> Well, what I want to know too Actually, is Actually, like, I'm not a 23-year-old girl. Uh, I'm like a 56-year-old guy. But I just... <laughs> 15, 60 catfishing. Hashtag, it happened. <laughs> it happens all the time. It happened to poor Henry, didn't it? With um, Which was the one that the one that he thought was ugly once he met her. Her, po- oh. her, 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 her profile picture was her just profile not picture, representative. Her profile picture. It was a stock photo, actually. Stock <laughs> painting. <laughs> yeah. Her profile picture had had a little bit of um, soft focus. A little air, a little air brushing. <laughs> the, the portrait, the portrait yeah, artist well, who did it was a little. Amazing. Well, funny that it happened even then, you know. Right. Even then we're like, no, like make my, you know, make my cheekbones a little higher. Yeah. Like, make my get rid of my wrinkles and like my and like my measles devils. my measles like scars <laughs> like, if you could just like touch those marks. up <laughs> let's just soft focus over the pox marks if you can photoshop my double chin out that would be great oh my god that's so funny so um so funny that was an interview no it was hilarious i needed that i really did so <laughs> so yeah so when he comes back that's when this oh so so after the so actually it didn't even start in Scotland it started in in the Netherlands mm-hmm. oh I'm sorry in in Denmark princess she was in Denmark yeah, get your Scandinavian countries did I right, say the Karen. Netherlands <laughs> I think you said you not you said Netherlands Norway and Denmark oh well okay Princess Anne was from sure, Denmark was Finland this is because I didn't go <laughs> back Sweden. and I didn't get a t- have time to color code my notes it's all oh, in red God. I told you this was gonna happen you can't so do she, it without color coding. I know I know I only had my red pen so she was from Denmark <laughs> he does go to Norway in order to get to her on the first leg but she so in Denmark they're the ones who started their witch hunts first and they were inspired by these storms they're thinking people must be behind these storms they're trying to foil their marriage and that's when they started first and so James was like oh my gosh I think that they might be onto something we're gonna stage our own witch hunts here too but and this is what I thought the most fascinating thing is that and I did not know this at all he was the one who personally was doing them yeah 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 I didn't know that because I I think we we touched very briefly on this we were mm-hmm. talking about is Gaudi, but obviously we only went into it briefly because mm-hmm. we then moved on to the actual Isabel Gaudi right episode. So you can always go and listen to that one as well if you want to hear about that one specific. Yes. Which, but yeah, I I did know that he he had like a witch finder general person, didn't he? Well, and he yeah he actually specifically I think I'd watched it's not Scottish but I watched a documentary about the Pendle witch trials. Okay which was really interesting that's a famous one from England okay Pendle Witch Trials and I think he was there and it went into how they they had um he had like this special witch finder guy that was like employed by him but yeah that he actually did he himself which I think he was maybe a little bit perverted you know I think anyone that wants to like get women get them naked to see if they've got Mm. marks on them punish them 
Well, the, I don't know. There's I'm, some kind of oh, perversion. For, well, in no, there. for sure. Well, what they say, and they go into it in detail in this podcast, was they were talking about the fact that he basically positioned himself as he was he was like I must be the devil's biggest target because it's so special uh, yeah so special. he was like a bit of a narcissist he was like I'm, I'm probably the devil's greatest adversary like in the whole world because I'm so I'm so high up so I need to go and like I'm dig. the king of everything I'm I know special. and but he, not only that but he because it's like a new faith and he's the leader of the new faith yeah. that's why he thought that like he was the most important person but not only that but he was also like he, <laughs> you're gonna laugh but like he also was really into like his marketing team so he <laughs> I, I told you you're gonna laugh <laughs> So he actually had pamphlets made and sent directly to England because at this point he was not yet king of England. He was James VI of Scotland, but he was not yet James I of England. And he wanted to be. So he actually had pamphlets printed up and sent to England and it was called News from Scotland. And he was like, just so everybody knows, like the devil's after me and I got, I'm going to kick his ass. Like it was literally to let them know what he was no, doing. Wait, I'd love to see a yes. copy of that. I'm sure That's they have hilarious. it. That's yeah, hilarious. They must still have a copy of it somewhere. I know. So it was like, oh it was like God. this whole like marketing effort. Like everyone. You know, it just me. makes you realize times. They don't change. Times don't change. Times might have changed, but times don't change. Oh my God. Well, People let's... still get up to the same bollocks. <laughs> well, you know what's so funny about that is you're, first of all, I 100% agree with you, but not only that, but they, in this podcast, they go into the nuances of their interrogation practices and how that they are still used today. And they were oh talking about how like the like influential power people and yeah. like how they like, like to have a scapegoat and like what like yeah. little new little mm-hmm. political nuances not going to go into anymore they do an amazing job yeah. talking about Sleep those deprivation i know yeah so but i just thought it was so interesting that like this whole <laughs> marketing scheme of like make sure everybody knows like attention everyone look at me this is what i'm doing and then he really would personally go but then but let's face it let's face it can you imagine a royal royal family don't come for me can you imagine a royal family member who is not completely self-obsessed if you are born into what's most the most important family in the country and you are told from childhood that you are the king of the True. country or the world True. or whatever right and it, you've got all that focus on you you are gonna grow up a little brat who thinks they're super important that is true although he was an orphan he was an orphan and he was an only yeah child. but was he so not like people... squiddled away and like yes. he was actually probably raised by advisors yes, which I'm probably sure. made it worse actually because then say, he didn't probably. have like a love from his mother no. because at least in at least in modern times I would like to think they've possibly changed their attitude a little bit so that the 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 kids are still are getting um I'm sure it get- changed because now the the monarchy oh god don't come after me doesn't have the power that they yes. used to really have yes. like they didn't they're have a parliament a, back then they just, they just they, 
space. Exactly. And James, he had real but, power. But and I'm also sure that nowadays the monarchy that when they have kids, they they probably spend a lot of time with their kids. But it's in 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 those days, yeah, in like Tudor like, times, they, they had the kid and the kid got shuttled yeah. off somewhere. Yeah. They didn't even get fed by their mothers. No. It was wet nurses. Yeah. So it, that is going to raise a kid that has got serious issues, I yes. think. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Think so, of like Queen Elizabeth and Mary, like Queen Mary and all of them that, you know, that didn't even get, like, they didn't even live in the palace, I don't think, with their no, father. They, no, or they were, I feel like they, well, it depends on which one you're following, but they were always had drama and were scuttling from here to there. Oh, that all. whole thing was like intrigue and drama, wasn't it? I'd, I'd like, I couldn't think of anything worse no. than being a loyal family member I know. <laughs> in the Tudor times. So no, <laughs> I know. You have to watch your back, I'm telling oh, you. Oh my God, I know. Um, so anyway, sorry, I digress. No, again. it's all good. So, so the uh, the flip side, which I thought was equally interesting, if not more fascinating, was not so you now so you have the James getting in there in person and directing uh-huh. and actually talking to these women, and he's thinking that he has this power and he knows the right questions to ask to get these confessions. And then you have the flip side, and they kind of do a deep dive into what it would be to be a woman on the receiving end of this. Uh And like, what does that mean for you to be a poor peasant girl who has suddenly absolute and the king is freaking interrogating you like they were they they really stop and talk about that which i think is so freaking cool yeah and they have like a like a psychologist analyze like what does that mean and so and this is where the fairy aspect folklore comes in which is basically for the first time it could be in your whole life thinking you're a 19 year old girl who has worked as basically a slave in your Uh rich homeowner's house and then you have the king of scotland staring you down surrounded by a circle of like powerful magistrates Mm -hmm. who are like listening to your every word and a lot of times these girls they would keep talking because they're like holy shit they're really giving an audience and not only that but these these girls are like they're being tortured right they're sleep defied they have there was no lawyering up in those days no and they had called fifth amendment is that what it's called yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah, Fifth Amendment. Yes. So they See, have, so, so such a good so American citizen, except I'm not really smart American. <laughs> <laughs> so they used to have, and you talked about this in in your episode. They have like the um the the pin prick experiment, yeah, right? that's to try terrifying. to find the mark of the devil. So they Pricker. would pricker they prick all over their body to try and to find the one part that doesn't hurt right and you're stripped naked so they were saying that you know some girls you know modesty they didn't even go outside of their homes without a hat on i know know. it was in the days when you know, you had to wear a skirt to cover your ankles. It's not like you were walking and around with you a You couldn't even skirt. have your hair exposed. I know, I know. So the thought it was of a different time of it was a different robing time. as a t- <laughs> now you like can't get people to cover up. Um, and so now they you're walking would- around with a horrible under boob bikini. <laughs> And like like your g string like bathing suits, just no. 
And so some of these girls would start talking just so to avoid any of that. Like they yeah. like, oh, whoa, whoa, okay. Okay. Oh, yep. This is what happened. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, 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 yes. But that's where some of the most remarkable fairy stories come out of. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Well, there's, that's kind of two pronged. One was that some people just started talking to like, uh, because they realized now they're saying things that people want to hear. So they'll, the torturers will give them a minute. They'll give them a break or treat them better. As soon as they start actually offering up information. Did they not realize that, that they were confessing, which would, uh, which would ultimately end in their, death well i think I guess, they're not thinking in the long term they're thinking and of i like, guess at oh that you're point, stopping you're kind of fucked anyway like you're not really getting out of it are you no but i think at that minute you're not really thinking about like long-term consequences yeah. you're like please stop poking me like with yeah. your giant thing all over my privates <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the first time i've heard you say that to me karen <laughs> That I have no words for you. I'm just gonna have my drink, which is okay. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, I had to go there. We're X-rated anyway. We're it's in there. fine. This yeah, will be an explicit fine. episode. I'll check. I'll check the box on this one. Please stop poking me with your giant. So, <laughs> stop poking me with your giant. Thing. I think that's a t- new T-shirt. Oh you know? my, that's not a T-shirt. I do think Incesties besties. Is oh yeah, a good one. The t-shirt with like a witch witch finder pricker. Right. Stop pricking me. Where is the hole? Is it here? Is it here? Is it here? Is it here? <laughs> so um, so fast forward to, to their actual fairy episode, which I thought was super cool, which was they said that like some of the best accounts of fairy encounters in fairyland happened right before the witch trials got really, really like well marketed that everybody knew that they were happening like right before that when they were really new and people were not aware of what would happen to you if you confessed like your weird ass fairy stories people would talk about it like yeah and so one of the best examples of this was a woman named isabel and i can't find it nope (laughs) i can't find it because i only have everything in red oh my god it's the worst. What's her last name? Just call her is Isabel. Just call her Isabel. No, it's Isabel. Fine. No, I need to know. It's like a big deal. Oh my god! It starts with a B, and now I've had my little drink and I can't remember. I see. That's what oh, hot toddy oh, does to I, you. Seriously, hot toddy with a side of Tylenol thrown in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least no. it's not that. What's it called? That one that makes you go crazy. Oh. <laughs> Is that Ambien? Is that oh, the one that makes Ambien. you go crazy? Um, I don't think we've even got that over here. It must have a different not. name. I used to take Ambien. My my OB made me take Ambien when I was pregnant. I don't even With know what Max. it is. I just know it makes you go do lally. Like it's just a sleep drug. Yeah, I didn't sleep for nine months. My, my OB was like, you are taking this prescription you are a crazy person you need some sleep and I'm like no I never took it when I was pregnant I was like I'm not taking that I'll just be a crazy person with no sleep thanks (laughs) um but I took it after he was born it was it worked wonders for me I had insomnia the kid in the middle of the night I'm just gonna sleep through it (laughs) I know right But it's a little unnerving when your OB is like forcing you to take Ambien. But anyway, so Isabel Watson is her name. And she was start with a B at all. It's really not a B. It's (laughs) not a B. (laughs) So she was put on trial when she was 60 years old. And she was put on trial. 
Yes, six zero. And so she was before James started. So this was like really quiet. And she was like at the beginning before anybody knew what the witch trials were all about. So she didn't understand what she was implicating herself in or anything. Uh She was like, oh, they're asking me all of these questions. Like, that's so nice. Sure. I'll tell you everything you want to know. Because they were like, the interrogators would be like, tell me everything you know about the devil. Like what happened when you met him? Because as you remember with Isabel Gowdy, they were like, oh my God, I met him. We had sex. It was amazing. Yeah, like some of these, than my husband. Yeah, some of these <laughs> witches were like they. And the reason they got in trouble is because they were super mouthy and they like actually expressed their opinions. And that is why, sadly, they got in trouble. Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> what they were finding way, way early is that people. So a lot of these women were like, "Oh no, I haven't really met the devil." But like when I, the last time I went to Fairyland, like I met the Fairy Queen, and they would be like, "Wait, what?" And that's literally oh, what happened. That. And so they were like collecting testimonies for the first time, like the oral, they were like writing down these oral testimonies of these women. So Isabel Watson, like I said, was 60 when she was quote unquote interviewed, i.e. interrogated. And um, she was like, well, the first time she said she had been interacting with fairies since she was 18 years old and the first time it had happened she had fallen asleep tending sheep and she passed into fairyland and uh while she's in there she met fairies of all different sizes big ones and small ones and she bumps into her aunt because as we all know fairies are also kind of associated with with the dead and dead relatives a lot Mm -hmm. of times so it's not super weird um that her aunt's is 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 um seeing her there but her aunt does warn her not to eat of the fairy food and we all oh, know yeah you don't want to eat fairy that's food. that's what sticks you there forever so yeah. she said awesome made a note note to self don't eat the fairy food so she stays in fairyland for 24 hours and before she leaves the fairies mark her on her forehead much like the devil marks his okay. victims bodies or so uh-huh. they say did she get a sharpie or was it like a <laughs> scar you know it's so weird she didn't say what kind of pen that they oh. use but the way that then the interrogators were interpreting that were like well fairies are not human made they're not divine god did not make them so anything that's not godly must be from satan and so then they just equate everything with fairy as being the mark of the devil oh so and especially since the devil has all these amazing shape-shifting abilities right he's like Mm -hmm. ready to disguise himself to lure people all over the place and that was just extra proof like yes he must just be shape-shifting into these other spirits so that's clearly the sign of the devil and you are uh you are um you know in, in that's you're just basically confessing to your to your dealings now in addition to that because And basically, these interrogators would kind of let these women rattle on. Uh So the women, as we talked about before, are thinking like, oh, my gosh, these powerful men are like taking an interest in me and they're really listening Uh to everything I have to say. And the powerful men are sitting there going like, holy shit, they're telling us this crazy ass stuff. We're listening to all of it. And then we're going to burn them at the stake when they're done. So it's like, oh, like that power differential of like what each other. Also, if you're the kind of woman or person like 
um, like me, and I bet you are the same because the both of us can rattle on for what? ages. That if there's a silence you speak to fill up the space, <laughs> then they would have really got them good, you know. If somebody yeah. sat and interrogated me and just like had a right. silence, I would well, especially early on if you don't even know what it's even all about, you know, you're know. Just fooled into thinking you haven't spoken to in. Janet down the road and, and right. found out that actually if you open your mouth and tell your stories about fairyland that you're going to end up dead. I know. I know. Um, so then, one, she yeah. also has this other confession story that she shares, mm-hmm. which is super disturbing. Oh, let's um, hear it. I love it. Disturbing. Story. And it's all like written down and recorded because of her witch trial, like uh-huh. interrogation. She basically confesses, confesses that she had, a, a she had made a deal early on in her life and her marriage with the fairies and it was a period in which her husband uh, took he got he got really sick, and so she made a deal with the fairies. Um, and the fairies said that in exchange for her two year old son, they would heal her husband. Okay, and make him better. So it is like a classic changeling story, which yeah. we have already covered. Um, but basically, the fairies put a log in the crib. which would present itself to look like her real son. She was instructed not, uh, not to feed it and they should pass it through the fire, which she claims that they then pass the log through the fire and it almost burned the house down. Um, Yeah. But that it was okay because the fairies assured her that her son was being taken care of in fairyland, which in actuality, oh, she actually burned her son. It's probably not what happened. I know. So it's like oh, that's horrifying. So sad. I know. But that, like, but changeling cases were actually super common. Yeah. Like, and the thing really is, like, common. But some witchcraft in no, the think classic about- sense of we're talking of witchcraft. Here comes a cat. Behind you, I know. Um, in the in sort of, you know, for if if anyone was going to say, what do you think witchcraft is? Well, I guess it's changed now, but I would say, um, herbs and spells and following yeah, the seasons rituals. of the year and performing rituals, not right. traveling to fairy land and speaking to fairies. I know, but if this is your testimonial. She's, then they think that you're crazy. You have and, the dealings with the devil, yeah. yeah. And you know what else? Because is? they were thinking that de- fairies equ- equaled the devil, right? Exactly. Not fairies or fairies. They wanted to get away from those pagan ideas yes. of another world, yes. so they turned it into everything that's yes. another creature is evil and the devil and a manifestation of the devil, right? Correct. Okay. And you know what else is super fucked up is that the, everything's uh, super fucked up in this story. I <laughs> what know. Are you talking about? I know. Hi, Zippy. I have a little feline visitor as yeah, we talk. You're a little familiar. I know my little familiar. Um, was that? Oh, there was a psychologist. Was one of the contributors to this podcast, and he was saying that four to five percent of the human population hear voice voices that are not there and have to, or see things that are not there. And he basically was like, there's no reason to suspect it wasn't exactly the same yeah. 
percentages, right? 450 years ago. But also my argument with that would be that if four to five percent of the population see and hear things that other people are telling them aren't there, who's to say they're not there? Maybe there is some other world very realm where people are saying something and it's just other people telling them that oh there wasn't anything there because their mind wasn't open to that other world and they didn't see it I know. well there's so much we can unpack with this conversation there's so you know what I mean? well I think there's like the four to five percent people who do hear things and see things and then I think there's fairyland is honestly I think it's something separate from that yeah and then he was also talking about about like um they were bringing up the whole thing about how aliens like aliens are like like we our culture gives us things so that we can talk about our experiences better so to Mm -hmm. us when people see things that are human-like but not humans we'll be like oh and those are aliens and back then it was like people seeing things that are human-like but not humans and oh those are fairies and so it's like you know like people weren't talking about aliens in 1500 yeah but people aren't talking because about they weren't now. They, uh, That's just not part of their They weren't aware of other planets in the sky, no. so they didn't put those things together. Right. It wasn't part um, of their like, cultural also, consciousness. Also, it would depend on what country you're from as well, that different cultures in different countries have sure. um, their own version of mm-hmm. baby land, their own... Um, Right. They talk about They're, it in like a different, in different ways. Way. I know. I'm going to so, try and sort my lighting out a little bit, but it's super probably fascinating. not gonna... So I want to though also talk about, there's this really cool, cool lady and her name. I'll have to find because it's not. Oh God, light. here we go again. Like, I got it. I just got it. I did. It Bell, I, did. Watson. <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I did have a minute and her name is squared in blue. So I found her. All right. Her name is Margaret Aiken. And this uh-huh. story is super fun. So she is from Fife originally. Oh, and I like she, Fife. she has been known. So she is a witch and she is like has been deemed a witch by the whatever people power at be. And the witch yes. finder generals. And she what says, year was she? What she, was she says, hey, so this is later on. Okay. This is later on in the 1600s in, I believe it was 1661. She was known as the great witch of Belwery. And she said, yes, I am a witch. You're right. But I am actually like a super powerful witch because uh, my greatest ability is to identify other witches. And so she she, was quite clever. Yeah, she was. That's a good stance take it's like keep me around yep. and I will um tell on everyone else yep. and you'll manage to get everyone else but you'll only yep. manage to do it if you keep me alive yeah she's That's like quite clever right? I know and one of the researchers too was like these people were not stupid she was like they it was the man and he was a professor and he was like the, yeah. these people were smart like yeah. not just the witches but also the interrogators like there's yeah. a lot of like nuances into what was going on here it's not as like barbaric and like ignorant as yeah. you would think like they are they are operating within like the limitations of their time but they yeah. are not dumb like 
there are nuances and there are like interrogation practices and like they're leading the witness and like there's a lot of shit going on here yeah I would agree just because I think that we have the tendency to sometimes think of people from the 1500s or the 1600s in really abstract manner like they're much less human than us because you know we have so much dumber and and we can put filters on our selfies and we can text people and we've got the internet and all of these things that they didn't have then but actually their brains worked in the same way as ours they just like why i can't understand anything from shakespeare because the man was like a million times smarter than me Mm -hmm. than i was clearly obviously so she, yeah, so she was like, you're going to need me. So don't, you're not going to want to hurt me. I can be of use to you mm-hmm. and I can tell you who the witches are. So they actually formed a special commission using her specifically to tour Scotland and do, oh a, do a giant sweeping tour of the whole country. And basically people would be paraded in front of her and she would go one by one, identify who the witches were. And she claims that she could now rather before it was a slow process, right? They'd have to disrobe, yeah. they'd have to be prodding, they'd have to do these long psychological yeah. torture sessions and sleep deprivation. That takes like a really long time. Yeah. She could just this, go. This witch. was really super fast. Don't she witch. could look in their eyes. She was analyzing actually the vein webs in their eyes. Oh, she was making it all up. Let's face it 100 so she she they, didn't like the look of somebody well, but she, was, she like, was just saving her own ass so i mean I she give, was like eeny meeny miny moe so, like i'm just gonna choose this one yes. like all the number threes so like one two three which one two three which yes <laughs> like something but, like that but but wait this is so so good they need to have like a movie on this it's honestly so they good. do they do yeah, they need to have a movie. Oh, yeah, so you're saying they do. And I was like, they do? What is it called? Agreeing with you. It's like, brain. yeah, they do. My, they need to make a movie. My brain is not working. I'm so sorry. I don't think either of our brains are working. I know. I had a five-minute pregnant pause on something <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I'm going to have to go in and, like, edit that blank silence out. I'm just I kidding. I, I'm I, not I editing. drink a hot toddy. I'm not going to edit anything. Who are we kidding? I was going to say that, wow, Karen, I, you're actually going to listen through till you find that silence. No, no, out. no I'm way. super impressed because that is more than we ever do on any episode. That's not whatsoever. true. I edited our ghost one when Ginger was our guest. Oh, yeah, that's and right. And I added yeah. all sorts of spooky fun music. Um, yeah. So, so she... Yeah. So she, this goes on for three to four months. They have this going wow. on. They really like, they dig in. And she they also, she got a free tour of Scotland, which she, actually well, in those days would have been super unusual. You know? know, usually people wouldn't leave their village. She got a free tour of Scotland. I know I would love to. I want a free tour of Scotland. You would love to. I'd love to be accused of witchcraft so I could get a free tour of Scotland. Just be Margaret Aiken for one day. No, she yeah. murdered like a thousand thousands of people so so we need the movie to be called margaret's margaret's tour of it's a little bit like a witch version of men in kilts or something margaret on the broom (laughs) no it gets so better it gets way better though you want to hear what happens oh yeah i'm not even done here for it so okay so she is in 
so she, they go along their way for a few months. They end up, they wind up in Glasgow. Now Glasgow mm-hmm. was um, almost all Catholics. So yeah. it's like a big deal to be switching to Protestant at this time. Yeah. Um, there is something there to do with football teams, but I can't remember what it is because I don't follow sports. So, And actually I need to check that when I said 1661, um, is that the year of that second wave of the witchcraft trial? Yeah, but don't quote me on that because I took copious notes from this podcast. And I then thought I, you were going to say I, I kind of jumped back. No, <laughs> then I just jumped back to 1597. So there, I'm, there's a, like a disparity there that I don't understand. It's okay. I'm not bothered. I'm I didn't sorry. We I'm just say, here for the witchy stories. I don't know. I'm, not- I'm drinking. Who knows? So there was this, there was a minister here. Um, and he, his name was John Cooper and he was kind of a pain in the ass to like, to everyone. Like he was, he was not well liked by anyone. Like his Uh parishioners didn't love him. The other ministers didn't love him. What a shame. He loved, he loved (laughs) witch hunting and he loved this Margaret Aiken lady because she like made it easy for him. Did they have any, an affair? Thing. no this is super you're not ever gonna guess what happened i love oh. this actually so much oh i think i might have guessed but i'm not gonna say it just in case it spoils it for you okay so so if i get it right i'm gonna be so pleased with okay myself. you have to guess ready go guess what happens did she turn around and say he was a witch no oh shit that would be a, an amazing that would be movie. a good one that would be a good one especially if then he like got burned at the stake that would be cool do you want to have one like more can guess? you imagine the movie she goes around scotland she points out all these poor innocent women he's a pain in the ass and then right at the end she gets him back by turning on you're the biggest witch of all and then he gets killed yeah perfect that would have been a better end. no the ending is actually pretty neat but that okay. would be a really <laughs> good ending do you want to guess one more thing no that was the only guess i had <laughs> okay so this is super cool so the parishioners or whoever was whoever the witnesses were that are standing by why while margaret is is naming her the witches in glasgow uh-huh. within john cooper's parish yeah they the, the the witnesses are like hmm you know what though behind everyone's back i don't know that i really believe that she can and identify who witches oh. are. So they took the same people that she had already identified as witches, mixed with some new people, switched around their clothes, and they put her to a test. So the next day, out goes the line of people, and she says, Oh, yep, they're a witch. Oh, yep, they're not. Yes, they are. And it turns out. She was very inconsistent. Oh, come on. Really? She yeah. flunked the identity parade? She flunked the eyewitness test lineup, whatever the fuck that, that yeah, is. Yeah, the identity parade. Is so, that not what it's called? 
I don't know. That sounds good. The identity <laughs> parade. It's like the lineup. They mix and it. In, in the UK, it's called an identity Is it? parade. No I way. So. You're making that up. Where you go to the police station yeah. and you have to like. They call know. that a lineup in the US. Just well, that, lineup yeah. identity parade. That sounds like a gay pride parade. Identity <laughs> <I know>. parade. <laughs> it's like all these, all these queens and drag queens <laughs> in their know. dresses. We're having an identity parade, which would be actually be way cooler than all of this. We do things more fun over here. I know. So they proved that she was a fake. But then this guy and then so people are like shocked because this has been going on in their community and people are like, oh, my yeah, they God. killed some of these women. by Yes, this, point. this has already oh been going God. on in Glasgow. And they're like, you've killed my mother and my sister and name? my daughter. Helen, Mar- Margaret, Janet? Margaret, <laughs> I knew Helen. it was a Scottish Margaret. I knew it was a Scottish woman's name. I didn't know what it was. So something. Um, they're all they're all something like that. Helen yes. Margaret. So Cooper then, who is the who the head of the parishioner, has the, has then because he's the one who is like, okay, great, and he's the one who like sanctifies all of these murders yeah. basically. And now people are pissed, and so Glasgow actually tries to cover it all up. They like um, they go to great lengths to be like no 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 that 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 never happened like we didn't do that like they like backpedal and all this stuff to try to like they didn't want to up. admit that they'd wrongly murdered innocent women yeah which is like uh it's a little too late for that my friend well yeah but also that that kind of thing hasn't changed much throughout history either right. really if you think about it i know i know all these people that are in prison that are innocent and because the um the state doesn't want to admit that they did wrong they just keep mm-hmm. them in anyway mm-hmm. and refuse mm-hmm. them a second trial no like, act- no we're not going to give them a second trial we don't think that they deserve it there's actually like, a lot of like uncomfortably close connections between like how they treated human beings then and like how certain aspects of the population are treated now and like it's in everything from like the interrogation practices to like the power differentials and the power play between the super influential and the like people that have no rights and like they yeah humans are shit they're shit and we don't learn honestly that much from century no, to century we don't. We, don't. we think we're, they're all we think high we're, and mighty like yeah. oh we're, we're now we don't do it i'm like oh we're still at it yes yeah. it's, it's we yeah. just cloak it in niceness not niceness yeah. wow well, we just are ignorant assholes as well yeah so the cool be nice people be nice be nice i know i know just love one another yeah, um we're, the, we're the all cool, humans we are all humans and the, there was a cool character who comes out of this though in history and her name is marion walker and she i feel like she deserves her own episode because she for 30 years first of all she's a woman during this whole yeah phase but she becomes this really big um and loud defender of all the women that are wrongly oh, accused she during cool. this period yeah she's super cool and um and she actually fights back pretty hard um and uh cooper is really mad because she's trying to like put out there what he's trying to cover up and so they really go at it and um so it's really neat i felt like learning that she existed and had 
just the fact that she wasn't accused of being witch and people there were, this was one of the professors was talking about, like, we need to give these people more credit and saying, cause they were like, well, how come they didn't just like turn to her and be like, no, you're a witch and like burn her. Yeah. At the stake. And he was like, no, cause people really like, believed her like when she said you know like she was whatever her position was in the community was that people like respected her and listened to her and like she yeah. was such that people couldn't just turn around and be like no you're a witch and like yeah. people knew enough that like you know she's calling them out on something uh -huh. serious so it just so it like wasn't a little, like faith yeah. back into humanity like there were actually normal people back then who were like standing yeah. up for these women and who were trying to make it known that like what was happening was like innocent people are just being murdered which is exactly what happened yeah and and it wasn't actually just necessarily i know that a lot of the witchcraft trials were an excuse for people to get back at their neighbor that they had a right. fight with or all of those kinds right. of things right. you know somebody that they didn't like or somebody that was strange in the village that they didn't Absolutely. understand but it wasn't necessarily all about that because there were yes to some extent some science scientific yes. um reasoning involved it wasn't just you could just point at anyone down the street and say that person's a witch and you would be instantly carted off to well, well and I think that's like because that's what Margaret Aiken was doing though she was yeah. just pointing and being like she's a witch yeah. and they would just go murder her like yeah without even a testimony without it's talking awful. to her without doing anything like they were literally pointing and murdering oh, innocent people I've not heard of her before that's crazy that's super crazy so I'm so and she was by the way she was brought to trial and murdered and burned at the stake oh, for that crime. So just to feel that sorry just to her. put a happy bow on that story. I but I love like she in in some ways she kind of deserves what she gets. Of but course she does. Ways, she was she was also kind of probably very scared and looking after her skin. That is true. And but she, she doing it in the only mm. way that she could feel right. But then at there is also good examples throughout history of people not deciding to shit on a whole heap of other people in order to save their own skin you've yeah. got like a little ounce of integrity right that you would then go well actually i know this is gonna happen to me but i'm not gonna allow all these other people to die well, so well, i don't have a huge amount of sympathy for her no, i've got a little bit of sympathy well also but... because she could have also been like out of a thousand people like there's I only see one here. There's and it's this old lady who's 97 who's clearly got like no life left. She's practically dead already. But actually, and and yeah. and that actually, person with the boils on their face, I can see that they've got a de de deadly um, disease. So like, let's oh, call them a witch. Like, right. Well, and not only that, to put an actual real number on this into the damage that she was she was creating, there was something called the witch's Sabbath, which was. Um, I'm really sorry. I'm just interrupting. I'm yeah. sorry. Do you want me to pause to it? Whoever's watching on, oh, here we go. Oh, there you go. Nice whoever's little, watching on YouTube because it was candlelight or something. It was right getting there. darker and darker and darker in my studio, and it was getting to the point that I, you did look anything. like you were in a closet in I the dark. Be a little tiny face in the middle. Oh. Which Although I'm was, not really, I'm not really bothered about because then I don't have to look at myself, but. That's better. Oh, well, right, carry on. Pretty normal face. service is resumed. So they had something called the witch's Sabbath, which was completely fictional. 
Mm-hmm. It like did not, it was like not even a thing. They basically, the magistrates like made it up, which is basically like these witches are communing with the devil in graveyards and in mm-hmm. churches and they're worshiping at his altar. And um, it was, it was actually false. This was not actually happening. Yeah. And, but w- at one of the proceedings, Mary, Margaret Aikens said Specifically, there was 2,300 of these witches that had gathered somewhere in Glasgow. And so that she was now at liberty to then name that many people, essentially. Wow, that's quite which is, a festival. <laughs> um, that's like it's quite not a party. Okay. Yeah, she could have said there's so, five. She didn't that's need what to I say. mean. But yeah. I wonder whether she said there was so many because it was stringing it out and making it last a bit oh, longer. Gosh, that's smart, Lucy. Because the more witches she had to find, the longer she thought that, like, if she'd gone on a tour around Scotland and her success rate wasn't very good and she only found one witch in three months, they would have been like, nah, you don't really know what you're doing. We're going to kill you anyway. But because she was finding so many, it was almost keeping her alive for longer. You're right. But geez. It's still not very nice. Uh, what's her lot. name? Margaret? Margaret Aiken. Still not very nice, Margaret. Um, no. no. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to just shed light on that period because I do. I it helps it is- me understand how sadly, like, because these people that that folklore especially some of these real rural rural areas their folklore I mean we talked about this last episode that when I was talking about like all the brownies like people had relationships with these spirits like they were in like every single house and now you have these witch hunts where like do you think it stamped a lot of them out? Do you think? Oh, I think stopped, it stamped a ton of them out because it was like you could no longer talk about. Yeah, because yeah. you couldn't talk mm-hmm. about it. I'm sh- mm-hmm. absolutely, and you would be because killed. people didn't want to associate. If I speak about my fairy experience, yes, then people might think I'm a witch, so I'm not going to say anything to anyone. Which actually still goes on today. where people if they do speak about their fairy experiences and this is what happened to me there's a lot of people look at you like you're a weirdo you've got two heads on your shoulder you must have been on some hallucination Mm -hmm. drugs or whatever and so there's still that stigma attached to that kind of thing which probably has come from the witchcraft trial period where it's like it's not allowed to be associating with any kind of otherworldly thing because it it is saying that you are this kind of a person which is associated with yeah Uh, absolutely and fairy layer fairy layer fairy lore also like comes in and out of vogue you know it's like very trendy and like victorians like love their fairies and that's where it's fairies got wings and like it was super trendy exactly cute in victorian times yeah and then they resurged again when like disney popped them out in the 1950s when they had little fairy wings but then between these times you have these like darker periods where like it's super not okay they also had mentioned um or i was reading did read um uh and actually left my book downstairs 
um, and they were talking about the interesting, um, like Shakespeare, one of his, like he mentions, um, certain fairies in like Midsummer Night's Dream because yeah. one of his patrons was like supporting him and was a supporter of someone who like whatever it gets like political and anyways it was interesting but those things yeah. don't just happen to appear in those books they're actually like it's actually like an offshoot of like who is supporting who back there oh. and it's much more so the person that was supporting him wanted that in yeah, the book because, so he put it in there because yeah or it was like a nod to i need to go i'm not gonna talk yeah. more about that uh-huh. it's my look at my dog is like dumpster diving behind me like I eating know, trash out so of the trash cute. cans disgusting <laughs> um but i you know i just yeah i just it just makes me so sad honestly yeah. it's because an absolutely fascinating period in scottish history is. and it is certainly something we could probably talk about for ages or have other other um episodes where we discuss certain witchcraft trials or instances of tales in little pockets of like one thing that I would like to dig into is uh, whether that's on on screen recording or not is the Aberdeen witchcraft trials because that's my local city yeah that I don't know anything about yeah how many people from this area got um got got arrested and what happened to them and I think was there anyone in my village do you know what I mean I'd love to absolutely well there was something that's actually I had written down um one of these big surgeons actually started it started up in Aberdeen it's in my notes yes. somewhere. There was They're quite all... a lot in Aberdeen. Yep. And there is actually, there is a census of some sort. I think the Witches of Scotland podcast talk about that. Oh, cool. That you can go on a website and you can search under oh, you can. a year or name or area and see oh. all the people that were um, executed for witchcraft oh. in certain different parts of scotland you can actually it is there's there is a database that has been produced which is glad that people there's like a record of their poor lives they should be acknowledged for like just it's awful and what i find really sad without talking about this for the next five hours which we could yeah um i find really sad is that witchcraft was also um essentially about um, herbal medicine and um, midwifery and all of those yeah. things which has been essentially stamped out in our population yeah. to a lot of that you there you, most people don't know that that herb in that field is something mm-hmm. that they could make into a tea which would help their hay fever or help mm-hmm. this ache and pain people People don't know that anymore. It's seen as being a little bit yeah, it's sinister. still like tainted after all these. And centuries. I think that that is partly to do with the 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 hounding of women and witchcraft mm-hmm. and all of that, which mm-hmm. I think is so super sad. Well, and Christianity too basically came in and was like, knock it off, like yeah. any form of paganism in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And they tried their best to like just stamp out all yeah. of it. 
And yeah. so a lot of that was lost, but yeah. I think there's still just some still strong people through a history that have like, you know, yeah. persevered and like their little knowledge has been passed down. They kind of managed to like slip through the cracks. Yeah. Thank goodness. And like get some of that down. And they did say in the podcast that, however, they, they really didn't, they didn't tamp out all of it because there those those really were very knowledgeable women who did their their knowledge of herbs and being able to heal people really like was needed yeah and so as much as the christian church tried to stamp that out i think the people at the end of the day needed their services quite frankly yeah and so they 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 weren't able to they weren't able to to strictly get rid of everybody because they they did they needed the midwives to yeah. deliver babies like they needed <coughs> people who know yeah. things because there wasn't anyone else there that did you know especially yeah. if you're in a teeny tiny village so um they didn't get everybody thank god yeah um um yeah those are pretty powerful women um but yeah it's like a really i'm glad i revisited it because i don't think i um i think because of my little attitude towards salem it kind of like you know, like being like, oh, that's just a tourist trap kind of like shut yeah. out my um, my perceptions of seeing it as like, like an actual true, real like bruise on human yeah. history and actually the real tragedy that it really was, which it really, truly was. I know. And you I know? think it's just so fascinating to hear more about it. And mm-hmm. also the link to to the fairy realm which is something that we hadn't discussed when we yeah. talked about Isabel Gaudi obviously when we talked about Isabel, Isabel Gaudi we're talking about this one particular trial and this one particular instance but to know that that there were there was like thousands of others out yeah. Scotland right and yes absolutely fascinating I do mm-hmm. find it fascinating that was so interesting oh. thank you Karen Oh my gosh I hope I was able to do it justice at, at all um and definitely check out that series and if I and I'm gonna check out the one that you mentioned as well what yeah was the witches of Scotland the witches of Scotland I gotta write that down not in red so I can see it <laughs> highlight <laughs> circle oh. put a little love hearts around it I so know find it later I know, but yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm closer to my witch sisters after doing this episode. Yeah. Like I have a, such a deeper respect. Um, you know, I do. And they didn't I really stop do. Out because witchcraft no, is super popular now. Yeah, I know it's very trendy. So yeah. it went from like, what a good, good. It's, it's fantastic. Whatever. Yeah, they Whatever can't get into. rid of us that easily. That's right. The witches will survive. <laughs> um, do you know what you're doing for next week? Uh, no, you don't. But I do have an inkling. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to say just in case I change my mind. Yeah. Uh, but I do think I want to do something that um, is maybe like a little bit less dark yeah and actually like I'll probably change my mind five times so I'm not (laughs) gonna say but but I think that I'm possibly gonna do some kind of you know how like we did kelpies or whatever like a specific yes specific Scottish yeah uh mythological creature creature I'd like I think I'm gonna do something like that 
Yeah. I keep I keep starting there. I keep starting there. Like I'm just gonna do this one little thing. I know, and, and then never go off on a tangent. I just get super carried away because I, I think I realize like it's all I the feel, books that we've got. It's all the books, the damn books. And then oh. I have these like great sweeping things I need to know. Like, yeah. but why? Week? What's I the can... meaning of life? I... What's the meaning of life? And why does this country yeah. exist? Yeah. And like, how do we cure cancer while we're at it? Like, let's talk about <laughs> that. Like, I want to know so much, but we do need to like go back to just doing like. Well, I think it's, do you know what? I think it's great. And what I am absolutely loving about our podcast, even, I don't even care if anyone else doesn't love it. I love it. I What I love is that we are never going to, I feel like I'm never going to run out of things that oh, I even no. want to investigate. Mm-mm. Because as soon as I even think about one particular, oh, I'm going to look at you I know, know. This, this creature or I this thing. Know. Go, oh, but I want to do this one, this one and this one. And then what about this castle? And what about this ghost? And what about this weird time in history? And what about the Battle of Culloden? And what about, you know, there's like and stone circles. And there's so much to learn that if you listen to us, you're going to be Scotland experts by the the end of it but it's so cool I just love that there's never ending never ending (laughs) I know pool of cool shit to dive into (laughs) I know I know I feel the same way it's actually like a problem because it's like my little tiny topic always like explodes like we're gonna cover this one oh wait 100 years it's so good and I'm fascinated by all of it all of it and by the way while I was researching this I I, I kept learning about Tiri and I didn't know it was its own island in the either inner or outer Hebrides so now now I find myself shooting Sean links like we need to go here on vacation like it like explodes like it grows like arms and legs outside of the podcast just so you know what did you call it what did you call it? The island? I'm not going to say it out loud because I'm saying it wrong. Spell it? No. Go on. <laughs> embarrass yourself. It's, it's, it's not like you've never embarrassed yourself before with the pronunciation. Why? You said Glasgow funny like five times this episode and I didn't even pull you up on it. <laughs> say it. Is it not? Now I'm afraid to say it. Now I'm like checking myself. Oh shit. I want to hear no, so I can make fun not, of you. Because that's not, my favorite thing to is do. Is it not Teary? <laughs> what is it? The I um, Teary? How'd you spell it? I've T-I- never heard of an I. T-I-R-E-E. Oh, Teary? Is it Teary? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't know I had to sing it. Is it Teary? not tear maggie's like what what is he talking about <laughs> i don't know i don't know we need somebody from the hebrides to confirm that it's the I most teary i'll be so embarrassed if someone comments and it's like you got that totally wrong lucy i'm already embarrassed you might say glasgow correctly but you've got that name of that one wrong <laughs> it's the most westerly island in the inner Hebrides. So I've already Googled it. I've already sent links to Sean of our next vacation. Oh, and yeah. We're going. There's so much folklore. You know what? I, area. I would love to go is St. Kilda. 
Oh, I don't know what that is. Okay, Saint- so Saint Kilda, we should do an episode on it. Okay. Actually, it's super interesting. It's not, uh, it's not Saint like fa- folklore fairy related, but it's super interesting. Okay, it was inhabited. It's like super remote. It is oh, in yeah. the middle of nowhere. It's an isolated but, archipelago. Yeah, but it had people living on it. They were living in all these little cottages, and they were fishing. It was this tiny little, um tiny little number of people that were Mm -hmm. inhabiting this island really super isolated from the rest of Scotland but did belong to Scotland but it was super super isolated and then eventually in the 1930s they actually just said we've had enough being out here um can you come and take us away please and then so they actually just um took all of the residents and rehomed them somewhere else oh so, so there's random. no one living on the island it's there's just all beautiful. the little houses it's abandoned and it's a nature reserve now oh but there are still the cottages you can still see the cottages oh, that's cool there's so I many know. islands there's 650 po- i gotta go and feed my dog she's literally like going to be climbing me and biting me in a second for food right maggie don't do it um interior there's 650 residents that's what i told sean i'm like that's our next oh, home right? i'd love to go there Ooh, it sounds amazing and they have really low like a low mountain so you can go climb it in like a day and it's not like a big giant thing and there's like 18 beautiful beaches and they're all different and there's no yeah. midges because of like the constant wind off of the island and it's oh my god it sounds amazing i'm already in i, I bet you don't get amazon delivered there though what <laughs> <laughs> I can't get a new folklore book every single I week. Know, I bet to my door. go there. I oh, and it doesn't. And by the way, <laughs> if anyone is interested, Lucy and I are starting to put our library of our most favorite folklore books. Our extensive on, library. On our on our website, which is one Scott, one not.com. And please, 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 if you have any stories, we we are dying to hear from you. They can be ghosty, they can be fairy, they can be alien, abductions. I don't even care. Um, it'd be cooler if they had some sort of Scotland tie-in, but it's not strictly necessary. Yeah, we just love to hear your stories. Yeah, if you've got any, please, please hang out with us and let us know because mm. we really want to hear from you. Mm. And Lucy, yeah. I gotta go because Maggie is is non-negotiable. Mm. She's already an hour late for her dinner, and she's letting me know. So Do you know what? I'm like two hours late for my dinner, oh, no. so it's okay. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with me. It's <laughs> such a good time. That was so fun. Oh, thank you. Thank I you. I love it. I love you. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Okay. Bye. If you'd like to join in some of the fairy fun and antics, come and find us on Instagram. We're called Owen Scott One Not over there as well. And if you have a friend that's partial to the fae, or maybe they're even a secret selkie, then please share this podcast with them. For more information on our fantasy-themed notebooks and journals, uncut and unedited YouTube videos, and to share with us your own scary or folklore-related stories, and also for more information on our Celtic Collective art program, you can find all that information and more over at our website, onescottonenot.com.